Welcome to the Dirty Devotional Podcast, where we try to make sense of the dirty and the divine in our messy world. My name is Zach, and I'm an ex-pastor, a struggling addict, and I deal with major anxiety and depression. Yet I deeply believe in God's presence in my life and in your life as well. I hope today's conversation inspires your thoughts, challenges your beliefs, and helps you feel seen, known, and loved by a real God. Thanks for joining. What's up? What's up, my dirty family? Welcome back to Dirty Devotional. So excited to be hanging out with you. Zach here. Y'all, if you didn't know, I'm the host of the show. If you couldn't tell by the intro, I love this. I love what I do. I love hanging out with you. I would love to get to know you more. Listen, if you don't follow me on Instagram, go do it. Literally pause it. Go do it so you don't forget. Um, You can see it in the show notes, but um, you can find me at at Z underscore chill. C-H-I-L underscore is like the line at the bottom if you don't know. Um, I think it's underscore. I've always said that, but I could be really wrong. Maybe correct me if I am. Um, I would love to get to know you. I would love to hear uh, your experience with the podcast. I would love to hear just your experience overall. Um, It's so cool to hear how God has brought people to these places, to these moments. And to be able to celebrate that with you means a lot to me. And I've said this all the time. I I don't want to be just a voice you listen to. I want to be a person you know. I think it makes my words more impactful when you know my heart. And so please, please, please reach out, connect with me. Uh, But y'all, today we're going to be diving back into 1 Samuel. And it's a little bit of a weird story. Um, I'm not going to lie. It's a little bit odd because at this point, David uh, is just been, is running for his life. I mean, that joker is being chased by a king, the king's army, the king's people to be taken out. David in the midst of all of this is trying to uh, be a person of honor. We talked about this a few episodes ago that what Saul's doing doesn't determine who David is. And David is trying to lead with integrity and humility. He's trying to be the best person he can be in this. But let's just face it, it's stressful. I mean, we all got stresses, but I hope that if you're listening to this, you don't have someone who's trying to currently kill you. If you do, let me know so that I can throw up some serious prayer for you. Uh, but David is currently dealing with that and it is high level stress knowing that a king, I mean, a high level authority who has a lot of power has the sight set on taking you out. And in the middle of this, David hears of this small city um, called Kyla, and Kyla is under attack from the Philistines. And David takes notice of this in the middle of this stressful season, and he basically asks God, he's like, God, can I, should I save this city? Like, I have people with me. I have a small group of men um, known as David's mighty men. And, you know, should we go and fight the city? And God's basically like, yeah. And so David takes this, goes to the men and says, hey, we should do this. And the men are like, hell no, there ain't no way we're going to do this. Like, it's going to wear us down. It's going to expose us. Like, we're going to die trying to save these people. And then they're going to die. And David goes back, he hears him, goes back to God, and God's like, hey, definitely go, you're going to be able to conquer this. And I was reading this story, and I couldn't help but be blown away by the fact that David was even willing to help someone um, in a season when he needed help. And I think there's there's something valuable for us to learn there, as, as I believe as followers of Jesus, as human beings, as people of compassion and care, that we there, there's very rarely seasons in our lives where we don't need help from someone. But also to have the understanding that very rarely are there people in our lives that don't need help as well. And the best way to get help, I believe, is to offer help and to provide help. That when we we make the decision to not just sit by and woe is me and look how awful my life is, but instead we choose to uh, we choose to continue to fight um, and help the people that are hurting around us. 
I believe it opens the door for us to be able to get more help as well. And so I want to talk a little bit about that today because I think it's a fine line. I don't, because what I don't want you to hear me say is I don't think you should neglect your problems and burn yourself out. Um, but I believe there are some steps we can take and learn from this story that we can apply to our lives when it comes to how we should treat other people in seasons when we need help. So the first one I want, first point is this I want to say is listen, what we can offer is we can offer prayer even when we can't be present. All right. And so, what I mean by that is, listen, sometimes in hellacious seasons, there's not much you can do. But what I know we can do, every single one of us can do, is we can say, hey, I'll pray for you. And can I tell you that if you're like me, you say that to people, and you a lot of times you instantly forget the, what the freaking situation is, what they told you, who their name was. You just forget it. And so I want to encourage you. I want to give you a little tip here. God's listening at all times. You don't need to be like in a corner by yourself with three candles lit um, and Hillsong worship on for God to hear you. God can listen to you any point. So what I like to do is I'll say, hey, I'm going to be praying for you. And immediately what I'll do is I'll pray to God. I'll say, God, help them with this. Help them with whatever they're going through. I'll be specific to whatever they're dealing with, as specific as I know what they're dealing with, because I know I can't be present with them. But one thing I know I can do is I can pray for them. And I do believe that there's power in prayer. I really do believe that. If you believe in God, um, which means you would have to, if you believe in the gospel and you believe in a God, means the Holy Spirit's alive inside of you. It means it's alive and working around us. Then when we pray, we work with the Holy Spirit to help people. I know I'm getting theological. I normally don't do that, but I do love theology. But prayer is powerful. It does make a difference. And so we can pray even when we can't be present. The next thing is this, is we can step in when we start to feel safe. And when I mean safe, I don't mean safe like you're going to get hurt. I mean safe enough to that you have your stuff together enough to be able to step in and offer constructive help. Um, it's not helpful when your life's hell and all you're doing is bringing your baggage and crap into their situation. What I mean is you feel like you have your stuff under control enough at the moment to go in and to be empathetic, to listen, and to provide any help that you can offer. Now, when I mean help, it can mean a million different things. Sometimes all it is is just sitting and letting someone talk to you. Sometimes it's bringing food. Sometimes it's sitting at a hospital bed. Sometimes it is a phone call. Um, Sometimes it's a voicemail. Sometimes it's a text message. It's choosing to step in when you feel like that you can step in enough to actually hear the person, to see them, know them, and love them. Uh, Not just to be there because you feel like you have to, but because you can do that. And the last thing I want to encourage you with when it comes to this, when helping people, when you feel like you need help, is don't be afraid to step back when it get when you when your situation starts to pick up. The best way to do this though is to step back through honest communication. There is there is something awful when people show up to help and then they disappear and they ghost you and you're like, did I say something wrong? Did did they do like what happened here? Am I like messing something up? And so to be able to confront with someone, hey, I know I've been able to help you with this. My life is getting a little crazy right now, and I don't want to leave you hanging, so I want you to know I'm going to have to take a step back, or I just want to give you a heads up. You might feel that I'm more distant than I was. It's not a reflection of you. It's just the stuff that's going on in my life. But if you need me, always feel free to reach out. But that communication, what that does is it lets the person know that you you care about them uh, while not leaving them just hanging on a thread wondering if you're ever going to come back and did something or, or if they did something wrong. So these are three ways that we can really offer help in seasons when we need help. If we find ourselves constantly thinking like, um, you know, when when my life gets together, then I'm going to help people. Can I be honest with you? You're never going to help anybody because their problems don't go away. They just compound. They grow. The problems evolve into new problems. More money is not going to solve them. A bigger house, a bigger car, new relationship. It's not going to solve the problems that you're facing. But so what we can do instead is we can say, hey, I know I got problems. 
Um, I know I've also been called to help people, and I know that helping people helps me. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to help in these ways. I'm going to pray even when I can't be present. Um, I'm going to step in and offer practical help when I feel safe enough and in control of my own situation. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to step back when I feel like I'm getting overwhelmed or um, or the situation just needs me to do that. But I'm going to do that through honest communication. And so listen, do this. Who are the people that need these steps today? Who can you be praying for? Who can you step in and help? Or maybe who do you need to take a step back from so that you can get your own life under control with them in this season? But regardless of what it is, just know people need help. People are looking for the same thing you're looking for, to be seen, known, and loved. And you get a chance to provide that for people. Also know that your problems, listen, they require attention too. And so don't feel like you're being selfish by not helping. But it's not a problem we have to solve. It's attention that we have to manage. Let me pray for you. God, thank you so much for today. Thank you for this conversation. Um, Lord, thank you for just, I feel like the Bible just, we can learn so much from it. And so thank you for giving us a chance to talk about it. Lord, um, it's incredible to see David while he's in literally a hellacious season, him taking time to help someone. Lord, I pray that you help us learn from that. Give us discernment to know when to step in, when to step back, um, when to just pray. Lord, help us understand um, the best way, best things we can do to help the person that we know that's in need. Lord, it's scary. It's tough. We have our own problems, Lord, but I really believe that when we help people, it helps us. So Lord, if we need help, I pray that you would give us the eyes to see of the people that we can help. Lord, thank you. We love you. We ask this in your name. Amen. Hey, thanks so much for joining me on today's devotional. If you want to get more connected, then be sure to follow me on Instagram at Z underscore chill. That's at Z underscore C-H-I-L. Or you can connect with myself and other listeners through our private Facebook group. You can find this by searching Dirty Devotional Podcast, Dirty Family. Lastly, if you enjoy the podcast, please take time to rate it on iTunes or Spotify. This helps us reach more people and lets us know that my content is making a difference in your life. Most importantly, I hope today you felt seen, known, and loved by a real God. Be blessed.